Hello? Yo. What's up? Hello? You hear me? Oh, hold on. No, I kind of lost you now. Yeah, you hear me? I'm good. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. The, the ear thing, like not the speaker. I don't know. I don't know how to change that. There's like no option, but it's, right. now it's. So. You take it and you shove it up your butthole. You already had that debate. <laughs> yes. Welcome to episode two of Beer vs. Liquor. I'm Eric. And I'm um, Oath. I know. We're recording this immediately after the first one because I, I had so much fucking fun, especially with your ending there. But for all the people know, this could be like five months later. Yeah, that's true. But it's you better know. just that we have no lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? <clears throat> we're also talking like anyone's ever going to listen to this besides me on my car rides. But I don't care because that means I get to listen to it on my car rides. You're gonna do that. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So anyone that uh anyone that actually does li- ever listen to this and wants to chime in with their thoughts on our debates, email gofuckyourself at gmail.com. <laughs> oh my god, I wonder if that email exists. Oh, I'll send an email. <laughs> send an email to go fuck yourself at gmail. See what Would happens. They like you use fuck in your email address. They might not. I doubt they do. I highly doubt they do. I'm sure it's banned. I'll send an email. Uh, you're going to send in an email? I'm going to CC you on email to that address. Oh, please, God, don't. First, for all we know, it's some serial killer that has that email address. Like, who are these two assholes? I'm going to hunt them down. <laughs> Good. All right. <laughs> oh, God. All righty. Shall we start the debating, sir? Yeah, and I'm sure you've got one ready and raring to go. Yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll start a little tamer. We'll start tame and work our way up to the ridiculous. So I'm going to just, uh, I'll go with this. All right. Okay. TV shows. Movie or TV shows? Ah, uh, shit. Okay. Which do you enjoy more? Oh, man. Um, shit. I'm going to say movies. Okay. Well, what the hell is that beeping? I think I put my phone back. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna. Yeah, we're gonna have to pick a new one because I would probably go movies as well. I mean, TV is getting better, it, but. Nothing beats like the story of a, you know, like a movie just puts you through just this amazing story that you can lose yourself in. Like, like every good TV show, like even the best of them, like, you know, your Breaking Bad and your Game of Thrones, you know, like they have their down, they have their down moments, you know, it's too much of a roller coaster with TV shows and, you know, movies yeah. are just, yeah, yeah, movies are just. You know, yeah, they're shitty movies. Of course, they're shitty movies. Just like they're shitty TV shows. But a good movie is a good fucking movie. A good TV show, like you know, you watch one episode, you go, "Holy crap, that was the greatest episode ever!" And then the next week, it's like, "Oh my god, this is what you're doing." You know, and that's that's my main argument too. Is you know, you don't know what you're getting into. You don't know if you've made a worthwhile investment until you're done with the show, and that can be like weeks worth of shit of watching. 
Exactly. Whereas, even if it's a shitty movie, you know, once you're an hour into it, it's like it's not that much of a commitment to just watch the whole thing. Yeah. You know, you never know exactly when to pull the plug on a show if you're watching it. It's not getting any better. Okay. All right. So I got a, I got another one. I'll throw this one out here. Yeah. Would you rather have to live in the deep south, but relatively close to one of the major cities? So like, call it like you're 45 minutes outside of Mobile, Alabama, or something like that, you know? Or live like really middle of nowhere, like fucking Montana, you know, like nowhere near a city. Like, where would you rather live? To me, it's, uh, I'd go with, I'd go with the middle of nowhere, Montana. Okay. You? All right. You have, you have a debate, sir. Go. All right. Make your first point. All right. Um, and this is very specific to me, but I've spent what, uh, I moved to New York city in like December, 2009. So we're talking going on a decade in the most populous city in the country. So number one, I'm just ready for a change from that. Um, I think there's, you know, something to be said for living in a place where you're just kind of out on your own you have to be a little more self-reliant yeah maybe you you're still kind of like ordering shit online and like going into town to get groceries but you know being out in the middle of nowhere and not not having many neighbors you're kind of just like building your own life and and, uh i don't know you're not maybe you're not necessarily living off the land or anything like that but it feels more pure it feels like you're kind of getting back to basics and I think, you know, in my imagination, at least, it gives you the opportunity to sort of figure shit out and, I don't know, be more, <laughs> less distracted, I guess, is the word. And not not to, um, not to mention you'd have a presumably cleaner environment, you'd have fresher air, you'd have cleaner drinking water, I suppose. <laughs> cleaning drinker that's a high priority yeah uh, no there's something that's it, it feels more like soothing to me just being out like somewhere in god's country versus you know in, in some like shitty sweltering humid you know crowded not crowded but like like a town 45 minutes outside of mobile like you said you probably still have shitty neighbors to deal with you know I'm at a point where I don't want any neighbor. <laughs> yeah, but if you live in middle, I don't think you realize you're so, like you said, you're, you, and hey, I've gotten used to, you know, I am from Ohio, yeah, sure, but, the, you know, there's parts of Ohio nowhere near, like, Montana. I mean, I don't think you understand, like, middle of nowhere Montana is middle of nowhere Montana. There's still some motherfuckers in this world that's only way to access the internet is a fucking dial-up fucking connection. <laughs> you go middle of nowhere fucking Montana, your internet probably is going to be dial-up fucking internet. Good luck fucking streaming Netflix, dude. <laughs> like, that's... You think they have dial-up? In mo- in, I mean, some, some places, yeah, but, like, 
You what? Watch those fucking watch those fucking cell phone commercials, man. When they, they we cover ninety five percent of the country. Watch it. What is the big section that's like? Oh fuck yeah, we don't bother with this place. It's exactly where you just said you want to live. You're stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Some, Alaska, something. Some fucking some fucking grizzly bear, fucking black bear, busts into your house, fucking mauls you. You can't reach the phone and. Yeah, your closest neighbor's three miles away. Nice knowing you. You fucking <laughs> did, baby. You did. Yeah, sure. At least in the deep south, you you don't have the best of neighbors. But yeah, fuck it. You know, if someone some fucking bust in and bites you, you know, you got you got someone at least close by that could get you to at least fucking some help. I don't know. I don't think neighbors are very much help in that scenario anyway. Like, unless you have some sort of like bat signal to them. You know, like if I hear people screaming outside my house, I'm probably going to look out the window. But I feel like if something shitty is happening, I'm not pro- I'm probably not going to know about it, you know, as much a, as I'd want to help. That's, yeah. That is that is the most New York answer I've ever heard. <laughs> There's someone screaming outside my window. I'll look outside of it. But, you know, it's, it is what that is such a New York City answer to no, but I mean, like, it ha- like you know, sometimes you hear motion. It's usually just people being rowdy or whatever. It's usually just nothing, nothing bad. So it's kind of like a million boys crying wolf sort of scenario. Oh, God. oh shit! I don't think having people in close close proximity really like prevents anything bad from happening to you. Like, what was the last story you heard of a neighbor rescuing a neighbor from like being killed? Well, yeah, but you know, it's you, if it's out in Montana, you stand no chance. At least someone fucking, you know, might have the courtesy of calling nine one one. And you know, it's just at the end of the day. At the end of the day, if you're living in the you know forty five minutes outside of a you know somewhat city, shit, dude, my fucking commute's over an hour right now. Like, you told me I could take forty five minute drive on the weekend and go out, you know. You know, for a nice night, you know, with the wife, you know, fuck yeah, I'll take the 45 minute drive. The hell right, are you going to do in fucking middle of nowhere, Montana? Hey, honey, it's Friday night. I want to sit here. Okay. All right. Let me bring it back to the crime thing for one second. I think if you're in a more densely populated area, it's more likely that you're going to be a victim of crime anyway. Whereas if you're somewhere, yeah, in like crazy horror movie scenario where there's somebody like stalking you yeah you might be more fucked but i feel like that's much more rare as opposed to like if you live in you know say like like you're saying i don't know somewhere outside of mobile in some like kind of impoverished town there's probably lots of break-ins and stuff like that but we didn't say impoverished town. you know now you're just generalizing that area not it's not all impoverished there's still good people down there's still good areas down there you're generalizing now, sir. No, no, that's definitely true. There's definitely, you know, a much higher poverty rate in Alabama versus Montana, New York, or Massachusetts. That's, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, really about, but I would <laughs> You're telling me there's more crime in Alabama than there is in New York? Uh, Per capita, there might be. Per capita, I don't know about that. Could be. I don't know. 
I mean, in the state, state versus state or city versus state? We'll go state versus state. I would say definitely Alabama then. I don't know. I don't know about that. Sure, volume of crime. I don't know. It depends what type of crime. Are we generalizing to just a specific crime or any crime? I would say property crime and violent crime, not like petty crime. I don't know. Ah, who the fuck knows? Ah, fuck it. Who cares? All right, I'll make <laughs> anyway. my last. I'll make my last argument. Yes, yeah, my, my is like the more dense the population, I think, the more likely you are to be a victim of a crime, whether it's Alabama, New York, Boston, L.A., whatever. I think if you're more spread out, it's less likely you're going to be. I like how you're throwing out, whether it's Alabama, New York, Boston, L.A., you literally just threw out three major cities on the coast, and you're like, Alabama, they definitely belong in that that grouping of fucking places. I'm just saying it's a population of it, it's a product of like population density. I think you're more you're probably safer in a less densely populated place. Oh god, my last argument, and I might I'm gonna go slightly offensive here, but in the deep south, coming from you know we're both college educated men. You know, you're gonna you you're gonna be uh you know at a position to if you're in the deep south, you're gonna be able to go find a nice job in that city, probably get paid pretty well. You know, yeah. you're gonna have something to offer down there. What the fuck are you gonna do for money in the middle of nowhere, Montana? You're gonna go fucking, you know, working in the city to what fucking uh farm in Montana? You know how to farm there, buddy? I feel like it's a, that's a really good point. And I thought about that too. So you'd have to either be self-sustaining somehow, like, yeah, like a farmer or something or own some kind of a business or yeah, or work remotely, which kind of, you know, brings back what you said about connectivity and internet. That might be difficult. I, I think if I were to go out there, I would have hopefully made enough money to like, live off of investments or not have to do too much to bring in that oh god dude yeah you 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 know you fucking you sell the place you own right now you could fucking you could outright buy a house and still have savings to fucking just sit back and relax for a few years or three generations I won't go generations but you'd be able to fucking take it dude we fucking on the fucking sale up here, dude. I looked at Ohio houses in Ohio. There were legit three bedroom, two bathroom, like two thousand square foot houses in Ohio that we could flat out buy with just yeah. the money we made from selling the house. Just like completely in cash. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely. We could walk in in cash, say, "Here's our offer for this household," and walk away with a house with no loan. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, I can imagine in Montana you could uh, probably get a a fine house with plenty of yard and uh, live comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. All righty. I don't know. I just uh, you know I always think like could I live out in like the middle of nowhere and you know I'm I'm from fucking. I won't call it the middle of nowhere, you know, where I was born, but it's definitely not, you know, 
anything like, you know, suburban mass or suburban New York, but like if you told me the closest like movie theater was like an hour and a half away, it'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> see, that would not affect me in the least, but for you, I could see that being a kicker. But like just just knowing that and knowing like, you know, the closest, you know, targets like an hour and a half away, like fuck. Like that that's just ah, uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I I guess would you okay, so Middle of nowhere, Montana, yeah. There's definitely places like that where it's like an hour plus to like the nearest uh, target or whatever. But how about like a semi-populous area or like a half hour outside of a town somewhere in Montana versus Alabama? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're getting that close, then yeah, that would be easier to do. But yeah, that changes the we Yeah, you're changing the rules. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I think you would probably get used to it. And like, you can order shit online no matter wherever you are. Yeah, you're not getting Amazon Prime. <laughs> you're not getting that guaranteed two days. Probably, yeah. You're probably get, waiting a week for whatever you order. <laughs> oh, all righty. Delivered. Uh, there's something like that's kind of attractive about just being in the middle of nowhere in general. And just, you're also, I don't think you're also factoring in the winters there. <laughs> you, know, you get a foot dumped on you. It's not like, you know, New York where they're going to have those street plowed, you know, instantly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to be stuck in the house for days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm probably glorifying it a little bit or like romanticizing it. But, you know, in, in my mind, at least that's like, if I had the choice, that would, that would be my choice. But. Yeah, I guess I don't have too much uh, hands-on knowledge. Uh, all right, you got one. Um. All right, so I'll I'll do I'll pull out a would you rather. Okay. Kind of pressing, but we can do that. All right, all right, all right. All right. I hear you. I will say. Would you rather give up your two favorite foods for the rest of your life or be able to eat them, but only once a month each and the rest of your meals you have to be vegan? You have to what? Be vegan. Be vegan? Yeah. Uh... You know, I, I'm going with the first one. I would give up my top two meals. Yeah? Yeah, I'm right. going the first That's one. I think I would do the same. <laughs> I guess, what, what know, are... I've, I've had this debate before, like, with, with, with the, the wife. I could easily go vegetarian, I think. Like, if I really wanted to, I could go vegetarian. I would survive. Like, I don't love... You know, like I could do it, but like I don't think I could ever go vegan. Just knowing that I could never <clears throat> eat cheese, yeah. like oh fuck that! That just sounds like a miserable life. <laughs> it sounds awful. Yeah, like not even like mac and cheese, you know. Yes, and 
Oh, God. It just sounds like a miserable life. I couldn't do it. I really couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Even not even like cheese, but like anything that has egg in it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. No. Fuck that. All right. Fuck. So no, no debate there. Let me think of a better one. Um, you actually, you actually, I got one. So you get time to think about this. I got one though, because this is one I was kind of thinking of, and it's along the lines that you just said. Okay. If you could only pick one like culture's food, like Italian or Mexican or you know. Japanese, you know, and that's all you could eat for the rest of your life. Literally, you could have no other meals unless it was a like from that culture, you know, type situation. Yeah. What would you pick? And I'm talking like, you know, I'm being stereotypical, like level like things like, you know, like, like you know, you can't say, like, oh, I'll go Italian because then I can still have steaks and hamburgers. No, no, no. Like, you have to fucking eat, like, fucking pasta, like, all the time. And health is not an issue. You're fucking, you know, if you're eating pasta every meal, you're not going to become 10, you know, thousand pounds. So you'll stay perfectly healthy, but you have to eat those stereotypical foods of one culture. And you can go American. American can be, like, hot dogs and hamburgers and corn and that stuff which, which what, what would you pick what would you pick i think a hundred percent go italian i mean because even if it's yeah even if it's not pasta i could never get tired of pizza i could have pizza for dinner every night at least right now all right i'll debate you eric is pointing out that you get still a lot of salad with italian but i wouldn't have that anyway <laughs> tell her to shut her mouth that's that is not stereotypical Italian. That's stereotypical. All right, but it's like a side usually. But it's not. Okay. She was in on this. Tell her to come in and get in on this. I I told her to get the app, but she didn't want to. Tell her to get the freaking app. Tell get tell her I said get the app, and she I'll add her to this debate. So I'm sending her. I'm sending an invite now. She's joining. Yeah. All right. Make your case. You're you're on. I will. I will. I will challenge you on that one. Okay. And you will say what? Uh, let me ask you this: If I say Asian, will you let me be like very broad on that? Yes, I will. Okay. I'm going to go Asian then. Yeah. I'm going Asian. I'm going Asian. I'll, I'll lead it. I'll lead it off. I'll lead it off. Because you know what? If you're, if you're allowing me Asian, yeah, I hear you pizza. But man, pizza gets old eventually. Oh, pizza doesn't. gets boring. I'm sorry. It does. Like pizza is so overrated. Like I, I, I don't understand how people like Love and I'm, I'll retract. You live in New York City, so yeah, okay, I give you New York City pizza. That they put crack cocaine in it, okay? But that's not the Italian method. You're not getting your New York City pizza with your fucking thing here. You're getting, you know, traditional crap pizza. Pizza, I'm sorry, it's overrated. At least with Italian. Oh my God, I've got Sports Center on in the background here. Fucking Milwaukee. It looks like their pitcher literally just leaned over on the field. And, Hurled. What? Oh my God! He just 
apparently it's not the first time he's done it. What? He's just fucking literally. They he literally just like knelt in the fucking like infield grass and just puked, and they just <laughs> literally brought out like a water. <laughs> they literally just brought out a bucket of water and watered down the puke, and he stayed yeah. in the game. He stayed in the game, dude. This was oh. like in the middle of an inning. It's like I oh my god I gotta I guess so I guess so yeah he just puked. I'm gonna be hiding or something. Oh my god, that's fantastic. I'm gonna form that into a question somehow for our next debate after this one. What if he does it on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> he walks up, he walks right up to the home plate, but <laughs> I'm gonna strike you out, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. If I was the batter, I'd probably be like, I don't want to fucking bat right now. Uh <laughs> the batter and saw that i think i would purposely bunt <laughs> just literally i would lay the ball down right in the pile of puke like fuck you go pick it up you douchebag oh absolutely Beautiful. oh god that's oh that was gross there oh my god that is gross all right anyway back to back to subject here i would go i would go if you if you give me the stereotypical i'm going asian because, I mean, when you think Asian, you really think too, you know, even even you could go even further because people are stupid. So you have, you have Pad Thai because people are stupid. I know that's not, you know, well, I guess it would be considered Asian, but you got the stereotypical Pad Thai. You got open up any Chinese menu you want and you've got all that. And then you've got fucking, you know, sushi. And even, you know, if you don't want a fucking, like, heavy meal, you just make some rice and fish, and you got a nice fucking, nice meal there. But, you know, if you're not, if you're not going to have any health effects from it, come on, dude, who doesn't love Chinese food? Especially when you're fucking drunk off some delicious liquor. Or some, uh, some bona fide beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's branding right there. No marketing fucking person needed here. We can brand our own shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. And some tropical fruit and the hops, you know. I, I, so I, I'm going Asian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like Italian food? So, oh, it gets so boring so quickly. You fucking literally insert tomato to meal and that's what you're eating. Yeah. So what's Help me out here. Um, is it? I always mix it up. Is it Malaysia or Singapore, where like they have a really big uh, street food culture? I think it's Singapore. Wait, fucking think I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you think I know? Why not? I'm fucking, I have no idea. I mean, you sure? I'm gonna say Singapore. I think sure. it's Singapore. But, like, basically, yeah, like, their cuisine is, like, the least, you know, it's a Southeast Asian country, but it's, it's a very uh, Western sort of food culture where it's, like, it's all street meat for the most part. Well, obviously not all of it, but, like, that's what they're known for. Um, like, if, if you include that in the Asian, um, you know, category for food, I think I could do it. Even, you know, I kind of agree, like, a Chinese restaurant, I could eat off that menu most days of the week because it's like, yeah, you could just get like 
a chicken dish or a pork dish and rice, you don't have to get some like really uh, <laughs> plant-based sort of like the, the thing that turns me off to a lot of Asian cuisine is like plant-based stuff because I'm just, you know, that American and uh, conditioned to uh, processed meats and stuff. But I don't know. I, I think with Italian, I don't think I could get tired of pizza, honestly. Uh, and like, like you said, it's, it's kind of a, a function of like where you're getting the pizza and how good it is, I guess. But, um, you know, even if it's not pizza or pasta, there's different chicken dishes, like chicken franchise, chicken parm. I think enough, there's enough variety and enough different tastes to, to keep me going. I don't know. But like saying that health is not a factor is a huge, huge part of it because obviously like if you ate Italian for every meal, that would be really disastrous. Stereotypical oh, Asian every meal. You would be dead within a month. All that MSG in there. Come on. I didn't even think about that. Oh. But, the, I mean, but you say variety. I'm coming back at you. You know, you say variety. Literally, what I mean, if you're if you're going stereotypical Italian yeah. meal, you got pizza, bread, tomato sauce, cheese. You're going pasta, bread, or you know, some sort of grain-based product, tomato sauce. I same fucking shit. I don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love pasta. I love it. I do. I truly love it. But if you told me that's all I could eat for the rest of my life, I feel like I would get bored with it quickly. At least with Asian, I have enough of a variety, then I can shake it up a little bit. You know, I could go fucking a fried rice one night. I can get sushi the next night. I can just, you know, have some rice and fish the next night, you know. Then I could go to a lo mein or, you know, fucking... Some sort of you can change it up. You got more variety. You're not eating the same flavors over and over again. I guess I just yeah. I don't know if it's a my palate is so shitty, but I could just never get tired of like pasta, cheese, tomato sauce, vodka sauce, or just you know pizza. I feel like I I could literally do it every day. I don't think I would get tired of it. But you know, with I guess with Asian food. If I had to do it, I'd probably be fine, and I would probably be better off for it because I I figure out other shit that I like. But yeah, like if it's based on just taste, I'm 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 fine just staying staying with the Italian. Plus, plus, I think it reheats better. You don't have to reheat Asian food. You just pull it out of the fridge and eat it. It's perfect. <laughs> just frankly, frankly, if you're reheating pizza. You deserve to be punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not like a cold pizza guy. That's oh, true. I cold pizza, baby. Mm. <laughs> oh god! All right. I I just I I could. I mean, Italian just seems like the easy answer, you know. It does. It does. I couldn't do it. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What would mac and cheese be qualified as? I would say that's American. I would say too. And that's why I almost went American just for that one. Yeah. 
but I feel like I would struggle elsewhere. But you know what the big thing, and I'm going to throw this one at you right now, because you brought up a good point about reheatability, because that made me think. What the hell are you going to have for breakfast if all you can eat is Italian? Fuck. Party foul. Ah, I spilt my drink. <laughs> you, you little bitch. You can spill a beer too, you little bitch. That's true, and I do. Uh, hey, I'm having a hard time hearing you again. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. You there? Yeah. Any better? That's, better. That's perfect. All right. Sorry. Um. What are you? Oh, that felt good. What are you? Going to fucking have for fucking uh, breakfast. So, if it's stereotypical Italian, then yeah, there's. I can't think of a stereotypically Italian breakfast. Maybe. Um... Hear that, Brendan? That's the sound of deliciousness being poured. <laughs> If it were just a cup going into the glass, I would agree. You know what? I threw I threw the challenge of a hey, what would you have for breakfast at you? You could throw that right back at me. I would have no idea. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the lucky part for me is I don't really eat breakfast anyway. My my first meal is usually lunch. Really? I'm a I'm a two meal guy, yeah. You're skipping the most important meal of the day, Brendan. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck it. All right. Well, hey, well, well, I actually came up with a fucking uh, a good a good one here. A good one here. The, the, the courtesy. So if you got one, go ahead. But I got one we can end on here. The next question. You got one? I'll I'll give you one. I'm not um I'm not too set on it or confident. So I'll hear yours too, and then we'll decide. How about that? Let's do yours first, and then I got one that I, th I think we could have some, some fun with. So let's hear yours. What do you got? All right. I was going to say, what was a bigger contributor to your childhood? Would it be TV and movies or video games? Ooh. Not just your childhood, but your yeah, your formative years in general. Could we go? Could we go games? In general, games. Okay. Because I would argue for games. I would too. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, okay. all right. Let's let's take it back to originally. Take it back to original. Just video games versus movies and TV. Yeah. Is that question? In that question, I would probably pick movies and TV. Yeah. I, I, I would go, if you were telling me, don't get me wrong. All right, I'll, I'll kick it off here. Don't get me wrong. Hey, don't get me wrong. You know, my formative years, which I'm taking as, you know, call it first to sixth, seventh grade. I'll call those my formative years. I mean, yes, I know high school is, you know, obviously when you start developing into who you're truly going to become. But formative years, I mean, yeah, we had video games. We definitely played. They stuck with me. 
I, I, I am still a gamer. I love gaming, but, but, I mean, who you, I mean, just, if you think about it, I feel like games didn't tie me to people. My, my interest in games is not what developed my friendships, you know, things like that. What really got me, when you're, when you're meeting new people, you know, it wasn't like, oh, do you play Super Mario? Yeah, so do I. It was just like, hey, do you like this movie? Yeah, I fucking love that movie. You're not saying fucking in first or second grade, but yeah, I love that movie, you know? Like, when we were in fucking, you know, sixth, seventh grade, I'm trying to remember when that would be. That would have been, like, late 90s. So you're watching, like, fucking, I think the first Austin Powers. Like, you know, all you, you and your buddies are watching those stupid movies. And, you know, yeah, you play video games, but, like, in terms of, like, building relationships, it's built around that shit, like, cultural shit. I, I would argue movies and TV. Okay. There are points. I, you know, and I would agree movies and TV kind of like are jumping off point for a lot of those uh, kid friendships. Uh, but I would say like multiplayer games kind of made the difference there. Like, you know, when GoldenEye came out, playing multi- multiplayer GoldenEye to me was much more bonding than uh, any movie or TV show that I happened to watch with friends. First of all, because, yeah, like you might go to the movies with friends or see some movies with friends, but, you know, you can be doing that individually and just kind of, yeah, you watch the same thing at a different time. But with multiplayer games, I feel like it was, you know, there was a period there where that was like all we did when we used to get together for sleepovers and parties and shit. We were playing GoldenEye or... Perfect Dark, Mario Party for a while there. I think just time out, time out, time out. What was that? What Mario it's Party? Mario. It's Mario. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mario Party. There's a third. I prefer like there's a debate there. You just go with the third option, which is Mario. <laughs> it literally. <laughs> I've never heard anyone try and debate that it's not Mario. He literally says it in the game. Yeah, because it's a voice actor, and the voice actor probably was, uh, you know, biased towards that way too. <laughs> yes, because that's they literally would this this multi million dollar corporation wouldn't say, hey, 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 time the fuck out. You're saying it wrong. <laughs> ah, fuck <laughs> it. That's how he said it. Just let it go. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I'm sorry. I just, you know, like I hear you on the video games, and yeah, don't get hey, fucking. I I burn plenty of time, you know, fucking Goldeneye, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart. I hear you, but like when you really ask me to stop and think about things from my youth, video games not really what comes to mind like what comes to mind is like watching jurassic park for the first time or you know the teenage mutant ninja turtles cartoon and how fucking awesome that was and how much i loved it or you know like yeah that that's what comes to mind you know obviously when we're talking about like when you really sit down and think back like you know like i think back to the days when you know the whole family would gather around the tv and watch home improvement 
Like that was one of the things we did as a family. Like we weren't all gathering around TV and watching my brother and me play Goldeneye. No, <laughs> you know, my parents yeah. would never want to do that. I think, uh, yeah, like family-wise, definitely. Like nobody gave a shit what games I was playing. But in terms of like my development and like you know my friends, I guess. I don't know. I remember like the games much more vividly than the TV shows or the movies. Like, yeah, we watched the, the sitcoms, Family Matters, and Home Improvement, uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, of course, the classic. <laughs> um, but I, uh... hey, you still got me? Yeah, I still got you. All right, cool. My screen went black. But I don't know. I think in terms of like what my memories are from growing up and like what media I enjoyed, it was probably video games for sure. Even if it wasn't, you know, with other people, there's just like playing the Zelda games like Solo or um, Banjo-Kazooie, shit like that. You know, I watched plenty of TV, but I think those were, I probably enjoyed the video games more. I don't know. I guess it's a matter of preference too. Not just like who you watch stuff with or who you played stuff with. It's also just, you know, which one you enjoyed more individually. But I would say the, you know, in particular, the, the rare games, the rareware games, they're fucking awesome. Hey, hey, trust me. Like I said, I still game, but I just, when you asked me to think back to that time frame, I would go more with the fucking uh, the movies. And you know what? My, my last point that I get to make here, I'm just going to make it. We're talking formative years. We're talking when we started to go through that lovely thing called puberty. <laughs> and what did you want to do while going through a puberty? It wasn't play GoldenEye. I know that's for a fact. And that was before the internet was the most reliable thing, or at least in my household, the most accessible of things. You were fucking looking for those movies where there was the one scene where the lady was taking her shirt off and you were pausing that shit and fucking step framing through it. You know it. You know you were. Don't deny fair. it. Fair point. Fair point. But I think it was... Yeah, that, that definitely was true. But I don't think it was like a formative thing. It was just kind of like... Whatever. We all we all did that for sure. Skinamax HBO shit. Going through the uh, <laughs> the the scrambled channels. Oh god, the scr- that is something children will never like. This the the kids being born today, oh, no. they will never ever comprehend that. Like scrambled <laughs> channels, and there's oh. a skill to it too. I think if you change the channel like frequently enough, it was a little bit of a clearer picture. And like the few times where it would come in, like perf, like where you could actually see shit, it's like, holy crap, I can see yeah. it. Oh like god, be- that was that was like the best nights. Like, oh god, it's coming in perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I don't know. I don't know what was more formative. I would say for me, the video games, but I think that was more because it was like a solo sort of effort puzzle solving and then there was like yeah the social aspect too with the multiplayer stuff but i guess yeah you just you 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 just love your movies so much 
Can't take that away from you. And that's the thing. It's funny. Mike, I will be the first one to admit my my love of movies, not only, but like, dude, until I got the job at Blockbuster, my like movie like knowledge and like what I would say was a good movie, it was awful, dude. Cause like I love my family to death, but like their opinions on movie is just fucking garbage. <laughs> it's just it's bad. So, you know, until I really got into Blockbuster and was able to rent all those movies and you know, obviously the people that were working there were like, kid, watch this, and I take it home, watch it. It's just like, holy shit, like this is a fucking like this is amazing. Like is that how know, it like, started? Oh yeah, dude. It was totally Blockbuster. Up until until I got that job, like my favorite movie was like one of the random Jet Li movies that he did. And don't get me wrong, I love the movie, but like, like Dragon or something. No, it was the one. Did you ever watch the one? I, I remember that. Yeah, I don't know if yeah, I saw it, but I was claiming as my favorite movie. Like, oh, I love that movie. It's so cool. He's fucking badass in it. And then I fucking <laughs> got that job and started watching like Clerks and Pulp Fiction and and you know it was it was not only the job but it was Mike as well. You know Mike. You know, Mike, obviously, he fucking, he fucking <clears throat> started showing me a lot of fucking flicks. And it's just like, dude, what the fuck? So he's, he's been into movies for longer than you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll never forget my, our fucking, um, our fucking, uh, I think it was senior banquet or high school prom, junior prom, one of the two. <clears throat> I never went to any of that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> so he, uh, he skipped one of them as well. And he fucking came over. And showed me Heather's, which I don't know if you've ever seen Heather's. Like no. it's something like a small indie flick. That, it's a great movie. I, I reckon it's it's fucking weird, but it's a great movie. He showed it to me. It's just like, dude, like what? That's awesome. And he was definitely the one. I credit him with Pulp Fiction as well. He definitely was the one that showed me Pulp Fiction. Really? Yeah. So between Mike and Blockbuster, that's really when I started getting my head out of my ass when it came to movies. And then, you know, obviously when I got off to college, you know, I was able to like fucking obviously, you know, be in that major of a place. They had a couple theaters that were within walking distance. So it was, you know, I got the few friends that would just listen to me when it came to movies and would go check out things I recommended. So it worked out well. Yeah, apparently. Uh, You know, I think his dad really got him into it. His dad's always been a big movie guy as well, so like I mean, hey, like my brother, like don't get me wrong, my brother like gets into those like big, you know, those typical action movies, and you know, I used to. That's who. But then you know my, you know my parents like they don't they get into the typical like Hollywood you know output BS you know. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy those movies as well, but like when I when you know, like I. Uh, we went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood today, right? Quentin Tarantino's latest. I enjoyed it. It was a fine movie. You know, it's not the best, but it's definitely not his best, but it's an enjoyable movie. But, like, I got home, you know, my, my dad was like, because, you know, we're living here right now for temporary. He was like, should we go see it? I'm like, no, no. Like, Dad, you might enjoy it. Don't waste your money with Mom. She'll just fucking fall asleep. <laughs> You think so? All right. Well, we got a few minutes. We got about twelve minutes before it ends for us. So, I, I, I'm gonna throw my last one here, and then we'll call it a night. All right. And this, this is, uh, this is going out to the, uh, 
the pitcher that puked. So this, this made me think of a good one. All right. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the same way. I will take the other side no matter which way you go because I think I can make a good case either way. Okay. You're in, let's call it, you're in a meeting, right? At work. Mm-hmm. Some higher ups. You know, I don't know like your job, what you would consider a higher up, but consider some like well-respected people within the company, people who, you know, would have a say in your future. Would you rather during that meeting uncontrollably vomit? Like you can't get out of time. Just you just have to you just puke and fucking everything comes up. Or rip a fart so nasty that like everyone in the room smells it. Like it's it's just it just comes out quietly, quietly, but it smells like rotten eggs. Like it's like one of those farts that like clears a room. Which would you rather do? What's that? Is it obvious that I did it? No. <laughs> then I gotta go with the. I have to go with the fart. Then. Uh... Like, if there's any question of like who did it, then I think that's a much safer prospect. Versus, uh, you know, it's pretty clear who's throwing up all over the place. <laughs> oh god! But yeah, I mean, but. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, look, you don't always, when you're in a room, you generally have a good idea who farted pretty quickly, you know, because even if it's not like you didn't go and, you know, like rip one that everyone heard and looks at you, like when you rip it, like you got to be like quick on the, what is that smell? Because if you don't say it first, the guy next to you or the lady next to you says it first, like, because it, you know, obviously it's going to float down the room. So they're pretty quickly going to pin in, you know, what general vicinity it come came from, you know, like they're going to be able to pin it on, you know, one yeah. of like two or three people and pretty go, it was one of those motherfuckers. Like, and then you're going into like the lie game afterwards because, you know, they're going to say, you know, the, the guy sitting next to you or the lady sitting next to you are going to go, it was not me. It must have been fucking Brendan. Because, like, it hit me pretty quickly. <laughs> so you're going to have to just flat out fucking lie. You're going to have to go throw one of your coworkers on the, at least with puke. Like, you know, like, if you just, if you just go, oh, my God, I'm, oh, oh, and, like, just throw up, you're mostly going to get sympathy from people. Like, yeah, you'll get the looks of, like, oh, disgust and the jumping one. But once it's over, people are going to go, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, no, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay? Like, you'll yeah. at least get sympathy from that. The fart, they're going to have a general good idea that it was you, and they're going to look at you like you fucking are, like, the worst fucking human to walk the earth. <laughs> point. And, you, yeah, and with, the, with the fart, it's like there would be some questioning, like, why couldn't you hold that in? Whereas, like, yeah, with the uncontrollable puke, it's like, all right, you can't do anything about it. But I think it also depends on what the, yeah, it depends on who's at the meeting and what sort of a crowd it is. If, you know, if it's people who are kind of, who have senses of humor, it might not matter much either way. But if it's like a snooty sort of uh, stuck up crowd, then... <laughs> off with the uh, with the puke because that would be like visually sort of offensive. 
to them, but uh, they get over it, I think, a lot quicker than like a smell filling their lungs. You really think that a rotten egg level fart is gonna like with a group of people be like, ha ha ha, Brendan got us good. Did you smell that fart? <laughs> Come on, dude. There's no fucking way. <laughs> Come on. I th- if I was if I was a meeting with you and I fucking did that and knew it was you, I would be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. What is that shit? Oh my god. Holy who's gonna be the one like if there's a crazy fart, like who's gonna be the one to call it like stop the meeting and like call it out? <laughs> oh god, that's a good point. You you probably no one would want to do it. Everyone would just yeah. be like, Oh my god, you're right. They wouldn't. People would just like do that like that smelling with the nose, like do you smell? What is? Yeah, oh my God! You're totally right. People would not want to call it out. Exactly. There would be some like visual sort of indications that people sensed it, but like, I don't think anyone would like halt the proceedings and like bring attention. <laughs> oh my God! I'm just trying to picture what would you do now? Like, if you were in a meeting and just all of a sudden you just got oh, oh my God! Would you call them out? Oh God! I think I would hit like. If it was like that bad, like rotten egg level, like gross fart, like you would have to, wouldn't you? You'd have to like make some gesture to show that it's not you. <laughs> just, you just, here's what you're doing. You, you smell it and you just, you just make yourself puke. You go, what is that smell? <laughs> you just do both at once. Yeah. <laughs> No one's looking at you, looking, you jam your finger down your throat and you just puke all over the table like, my God, I'm sorry, but what is that smell? I couldn't help myself. You just take, yeah, you hit both sides of this debate, just like on purpose. <laughs> and then um, you know, nobody knows what to do. Some One guy starts going like diarrhea. <laughs> no, just be honest. If, you, you just, if it's you that rips that far, you just stand up and go, my asshole's on fire. Just run out the fucking meeting. <laughs> it burns. I'm sorry, it burns. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I just, oh, I so I don't. That just, that that would just be so uncomfortable. Oh my god, you were so right there. Like no one would want to call it. No yeah, but like everyone be aware. What is that smell? I mean, you know, eventually, eventually, when it's like it's filled the entire room, whoever's like speaking at the time would be like, like it would just hit them and they would just stop speaking. And then it would just be the unspoken, someone would have to say something. Yeah, pretty much. Oh Can you imagine if you were the one talking when you fought? You there's, just, like you, a, there's a crazy story that I read on, uh, I don't know if it was Deal Breaker or what, but like basically <laughs> there was like a small group of, uh, I don't know if they were research people or whatever, some people from an investment bank and like the company that they were covering and they were taking like a small charter flight. <laughs> like, I guess this guy had like an uncontrollable, uncontrollable urge to, and like there's nothing that could be done so like he had to either shit his pants 
or go in like the tiny little bathroom that just had literally a curtain, not even like a door. Oh God! <laughs> so, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> he goes into the bathroom like with the curtain. <laughs> oh. just sitting and like obviously the entire plane can smell it. It's he's like yeah, like it's there's no barrier, bar- barely a barrier. They can hear it. They can smell it. It's like you know a ten person plane, and they're coming in for a landing, so like nobody can even stand up or anything. <laughs> Oh, that's so! Oh my God! Say so he like he he like he uh he he goes uh pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, like from Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that's great! (laughs) Oh. Filling up the plane. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. <laughs> oh god. That's great. Oh, I'm picturing you as in a meeting. You rip a fart and you just go, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain, and then just run out of the room. Yeah, you just think like napkin. <laughs> oh my god. I'm giving it to you again, man. You just won the debate. <laughs> It's much better written than I'm uh, articulating. <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. Well, that was good. Twice, man. Twice now. You've ended. You've trumped it at the end there. Well done. Hey, you got to end on a strong note. Yeah. God. All righty, folks. That was the second episode. I'm Eric. And I'm Oats. <laughs> Later, y'all. Stand <laughs> behind the curtain. <laughs>